and welcome to the podcast Fully Expressed with John Denbeck. This is where we discuss how Christian professionals can approach work as an act of worship. Hey guys, it's John. Welcome to Fully Expressed. Fully Expressed is a uh, ministry of seeds to life. And this podcast is all about trying to equip you and strengthen you to fully express who God's created you to be. And in doing so, our hope and our desire is that you will be satisfied and God will be glorified as you express the gifts and talents that he's given you. I'm ex- I'm always say this, but I re- and I always mean it. I'm really excited about today's interview. I, I'm going to bring Julie Bean in in just a moment, but Julie Bean is the executive director of Amplify Peace, and she'll give you a little bit of, of update on what that is. And Julie was connected through a mutual friend, and we just got to talking and, and talking about just business and faith and how those things get combined and, and how we both have this passion to equip and strengthen the business world and strengthen people in their faith. So I am, without further ado, I'm going to welcome Julie Bean. Julie, welcome to uh, Fully Expressed. John, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and congratulations on your podcast. I, I've listened to the episodes and I just love it. Uh, well, pray, pray, praise the Lord. It's one of those things. And I know, you know, and you're a podcast yourself. I know it's just that you sort of figure it out as you go and hope, hope you get better along the way. But hey, you know, so just, I mean, I, I want to give you the stage and just kind of tell us about your journey. I know that you have ministry and you got business in there and, and just as you've gotten saved and looking for how God might use you. So just kind of, a, just kind of walk us through that. Okay, sure. So should I just start out when in Kalamazoo, Michigan, where it all started. Yeah, yeah. Michigan. Yeah. 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 I, Beautiful I was there born this and time of year. Kalamazoo, and for all the Michiganders, I'm holding up my hand and pointing to, they'll know what that means. They'll know what that means. Um, but yeah, I had a wonderful childhood, wonderful family, mom and dad and two brothers there in Michigan um, and went on, you know, through life and went to college. Um, well, I should say started college. Um, I left <laughs> college because I, I wanted to be with my boyfriend. We were going to get married and all of that. Um, but then I ended up in San Diego because, you know, I just felt like that wasn't what I wanted. There was something missing. And so uh, I moved to San Diego and I packed my car and $750. And that's how I got to Southern California. Wow. 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 And at that point, are you, is, are you a believer at this point or, or I not? wasn't? Yeah. I okay, did not yeah. grow up as in a Christian home and I was not a believer. So I'm moving to Southern Cal and, you know, just kind of living a crazy life. I ended up yeah. in ocean beach. So <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, working as a server at a few places and, um, And it was interesting because one of my friends actually became my best friend, still is my best friend 28 years later. Um, She was a Christian, but she had walked away from the Lord and, um, and she was again, living the crazy life with the rest of us. And then one day she was like, you know what, I'm done with this. And I want to go back to walking with the Lord. And she's sharing her faith with me at that time. And I was totally rejecting it as she's sharing it with me. And I'm thinking, no. And then I would walk away and I would think, gosh, I've heard all of those stories before, but it was hitting me in a different way. Um, And so I was really becoming curious about it and wanted to learn more. And at the same time, I was seeing uh, Harvest Crusade bumper stickers everywhere. And I was thinking that was a a farmer's market, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so she invited me to that. And that's where I uh, received Christ and, and became a Christian and changed everything. 
Wow. Wow. And so what, so what's going on? So you got the parallels going on of your faith and your career. So you're a server yeah. there in, in San Diego. So then and, I started in sales and okay. yeah, in a new Christian. And actually I had gotten plugged into a Calvary chapel down there and, you know, uh, church three or four times a week, Bible studies, all that. And it, yeah. it helped in retrospect, it was really helpful to have that foundation. Um, as in later years, I would move all across the country in different places with different roles. But um, so anyway, started in sales and new Christian. And I thought, okay, so my job is to witness to everyone all the time. That's what I should do. And <laughs> yeah, that's not what they pay you to do, but <laughs> <laughs> no. And so I thought that was the best way to represent God. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I did it badly, honestly. Um, you know, it was awkward. It didn't go well. And I felt bad. I felt like I was doing a bad job because I was. Um, so anyway, I continued on there. I had, uh, thankfully some success there was promoted. I moved to Salt Lake city to run a, an office there. Um, you know, was able to share my faith a little bit more there. One of my managers became a Christian when I was there. Wow. Then I moved to Texas, uh, lived there for a year. And then I was recruited, uh, by a, a large, uh, financial institution, one of the major banks, and they wanted to move me to Seattle. And so, um, to be a, a district manager up there. So I was 29 and I'm super excited. It was such a big deal. And I had a bit of imposter syndrome though. I know that's, you know, that can be common, especially with women yeah. where they fully believe that I could do this job, but I, I wasn't so sure that I had what it, what it took. So I would say at that time, I really sort of had my faith separate from work and okay. I would have church on the weekends. I do Bible studies and that kind of thing, but I really wanted to do well at this job. I really wanted to, to get it done. So I was like, you know, I love the Lord and I also have to hit these goals. I also have to <laughs> focus on, on reaching these targets. Um, but I had a situation the first couple of years there where a boss of mine, you know, had behavior that was unethical, inappropriate. It was really stressful and difficult. In the end, he, he I, I was not going along with any of that. And in the end, um, I felt like, you know, I was going to be fired and he was, he was sort of moving me out. But um, in the end, HR came and they saw what had happened and they said, you know, we believe you, we support you. And he was terminated that day. Wow. And, it, and on that day, I was like, wow, Lord, you really want me in this job. Like you really have something here for me in this job. And it was at that time that I really felt like God was showing me really clearly that this was something that he had for me in a way like my career in the years to come um, was holy ground, you yeah. know, like with Moses, how God said, you know, take your shoes off your unholy ground and that this career and everything that I would do would be like holy ground. And I knew that every person that I worked with or worked for me was an opportunity that God provided for me to positively impact their life. Uh, and, and really represent who God is. That's such a great message, Julie. And, and I know that you know this because we've talked about it. That's not just for you. That's not just for me. That's for everybody, right? Amen. And, and Amen. too often we can go on in our career thinking that somehow we're doing this by ourselves. As you said, I'm checking my Christianity at the door and then I'm going to work and I'm doing my thing. And that is, that is, that's just not true. Right. I mean, so it, true. And it is that we ought to be those people. And God's got his people everywhere. He needs us everywhere. And Amen. he's given us influence in places that that uh, others will never go. Our pastor will never go there, you know, or the, the missionaries aren't necessarily going to go there. And here we are. And so that's 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 such a great, great uh 
great way to put that. You're on holy ground wherever you are. The Lord's with you. And so there you are. And so you have this, this yeah, moment. It was amazing. I mean, and- it changed my perspective entirely. Really, it became, I mean, I had a passion for leadership. I felt called to leadership, but I knew that it was about the people that we were, you know, offering business services, we were growing the client base, we were generating revenue, but I knew that this was something that God had decided specifically for the people that I would interact with. And it, and it changed everything. Um, thankfully, I had, thankfully, I had some success with that and continued um, moving on up in, in terms of leadership promotions. Um, I moved to the East Coast and became the a regional manager out of Miami, and then expanded and, and by the, by the time I, I, I left, I was the uh, East Coast Regional VP over multiple wow. teams in multiple wow. regions. Yeah. Wow. God gave you favor with kings and princes. I'm just the, uh, just in, in the business world. Is, that's, a, that's a great story, too. As, as we surrender our gifts and our talents and our abilities to the Lord, he's the one that starts opening doors and, and, and rewarding us. And I mean, that had to be a very fulfilling experience for you. You know what? It was, it was really amazing um, to see. And there would be times, you know, like peers uh, uh, that were leaders. Uh, that I worked with at that time, there would be times where, you know, they would say, Julie, you know, where did you get your master's degree? And I would say, you know, I actually never finished my master's, but it was always a wink to the Lord, right? Because I never finished my bachelor's. (laughs) So I knew that everything about anything that I had in my career was straight from God's hand. And so thankful. Wow. Oh, that's that that's that's wonderful. So so then um, you're there and you're yep. you know living this life and you're and I know that you're involved in some you know leadership and boards and ministry and that kind of thing. And so so what are you doing now and how where did this shift come? Okay, so I was again working in that role and through a friend I met a gentleman who owned a business and he was Egyptian and he had businesses and partnerships in the Middle East. And he also did sort of trainings and conferences. And he asked me to go to Morocco and speak at a conference. And I did and spoke on women in business, women in leadership. Um, But I also had an opportunity to spend a week at an underground church there. And it just, I mean, it just, it was amazing. And it really blew me away considering that environment and just the passion. Um, And so, and I, again, the next year I went and spoke um, in Cairo, Egypt, and just had some time to spend uh, with Christians around the world. It changed my worldview. It really expanded my worldview. And then uh, through friends, I also met uh, Lisa Jernigan, who is the founder of Amplify Peace. And she shared with me the whole vision of Amplify Peace. And I felt like, oh my gosh, this is speaking my heart. Like this is, I feel like this is something that God has, but I have a really big job right now. So uh-huh. she's like, you have to be involved. I'm like, I, I just, I may be in the future. And interestingly, three months after I met her, uh, there was a divestiture at that uh, major bank. And I, I, I called her and I said, Lisa, did you pray that my job would go away? Is that what's going on here? Um, so that was a big change. And I certainly had discussions with, with uh, people at the bank about other positions, but I didn't feel like my heart was in it. Yeah. And then at the same time, I was like, yeah, but Lord, you know, I have to have this certain income level, right? right. So, yeah. I, I mean, I can't go work for a nonprofit for, for no pay. And as I continue to explore those career options, I just, I knew that this is what God was calling me to do. So yeah. I moved uh, from Miami Beach to uh, Mesa, Arizona, and I'm the executive director of Amplify Peace. 
Wow. Wow. That's such a great story. And that's, you know, and it's a, it's so neat to, and, I, and I'm assuming that's working out, right? <laughs> so. It's amazing. And actually, after I, I moved here and uh, Amplify Peace has some connections with a local church here. And so uh, they offered uh, the position, came to me and asked me if I would be the uh, communications director for the church. So I'm also now working uh, as communications director for Central Christian Church here as well. Wow. And, and so, and so, how would you say that? I mean, you know, there, there's these two pieces that I think when you know we have work and we have faith, and when we're expressing both of them, we're fulfilled. How would you say that even the work piece has equipped you for what you're doing now? You know, it's incredible. I mean, it seems sort of straightforward, but I had a moment after I moved here, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I can take all of these skills and experience that God has allowed me to have and apply it to literally bringing people in to hear the word of God. Yeah. You know, it became just a, a, I mean, it seems so obvious, but it was such a light bulb moment and how amazing to have that opportunity. And it was essentially like a training ground uh, for what I'm doing now. And Amplify Peace is, uh, we're a peacemaking organization that practices the principles of peacemaking through the teachings of Jesus and through trainings and immersive encounters and education uh, we are looking to create united communities by allowing people to experience and hear the voices of those they may not hear. So um, it's just, it's really, it's an international global experience as well as then um, I also have the opportunity to build that ministry locally as well. Man, that, it's, it's just so, so wonderful to hear. I mean, as you express the things that were happening in ministry and things that uh, happen in, um, as you developed in the work world as well. I mean, you, you came to faith and then God just had you rise up in the work world. And then, but that was sort of a training ground too, right? For what he was going to do with the rest of your life. And That's to, exactly right. To, yeah. To, so your communication skills and, you know, all of those ideas and things that you've gotten from all those years, it's just uh, to be able to express them is, uh, uh, it sounds like it's wonderfully fulfilling. Is it, I mean, is that true? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I, after 20 years in the corporate world and, you know, being in a church environment, nonprofit environment, it's just, it's so different in so many ways. Um, but you know, when I first started and we're opening meetings with prayer and prayer requests, and I mean, it's just so different and, and it's, I mean, it's incredibly fulfilling hearing how much that impacts uh, people's lives. And in terms of marketing, I hear and, and receive feedback all the time about things that people saw or how they heard about it, and then how that impacted their their uh, experience with the church and how that's helping them grow. I mean, it's it's really incredibly fulfilling. And then with Amplify Peace, it's just so different. You know, it's really helping people. I mean, we have a model and, and uh, we go with uh, three words, listen, learn, and live. And so you know, listening to people, listening to voices you don't normally hear, and with the perspective in Jesus's teachings, learning something that might be different and then living differently, you know, really representing Christ in the world. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's incredible. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you, you talked a lot about that work and it, it sounds wonderful, wonderfully fulfilling, but what's, what's the passion in your heart? What, I mean, what would you say this is, you know, this is what's making my blood pump right now. This is what's really, you know, getting me up every day and really excited about where, where God's taken me. My passion still is leadership, really stepping into any of these arena arenas as a leader. And what that means is helping whoever I'm leading to develop the natural skills and talents and, and their experience that God's given them to be the very best that they can be. Yeah. I mean, that, that is just, 
amazing. I mean, it's really fun to help create culture and then culture creates momentum on each of the teams. And then it just makes a difference, not only in the experience of the individual lives, but for the organization as a whole. That's and and of course you know that's the kind of the message of fully express. We have that in common, just uh, for people to fully express who God's created and be gives talents, abilities, and sometimes it takes a little bit of mining though, right, to to pull it out of people. Would you say that? Or I, I absolutely would. And um, you know, I think it just comes through experience, and and then also just natural, uh, you know, the gifts and talents that God's given. But to be able to read and understand people, and then yeah. support and encourage them in a way that is in alignment with what is most fulfilling to them. And then them seeing how they can apply that and really grow individually. I mean, it just changes that experience altogether. Uh, and then to so, be able to do that as a church, it's amazing. Right. Yeah. So as, as folks are listening now and they're, and they're hearing you talk about the business world and, and, and speak to that person, if you would, just for a second, and the person that's there, they're doing their job and they've been doing it for years and they're, and they're a believer. What would your encouragement to be to them? I mean, maybe there's not hope of a change coming or maybe that's, you know, they're in that position and then, and continuing on doing good work. What would your message be to them? Well, I would really encourage them that, you know, as you heard in my story, there were times where I just did it wrong. I had to figure it out. I had to figure out how to balance that and understanding, um, you know, how God can use your gifts and talents in a very natural way in the position that you're in. You know, there's, um, you know, if you're working with people, they know that you're a Christian, right? They know that you're a believer. And so really, you know, showing them a different way to love and support and encourage is really impactful. Um, and then, you know, oftentimes people are like, well, how do you know, how did you know you were called to leadership? How do you know what you're called to do? I mean, am I really uh, doing what God wants me to do? And, and, you know, I would just say for me, I mean, just do what's next, do what you feel yeah. like you enjoy that you feel like is working well for you. And then look for the opportunity to do whatever is next in that area with yeah. what you have. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree with you more. I I have folks will call me and they're and they're filled with discontentment, right? I I want to I want to change. I want to change. I want to change. I want to change. And and my advice to them, I don't know if you would agree with this or not. My advice to them is usually, you know, don't nurture that discontentment. Find right. a find a way to be satisfied with what you've been given to do, because if God re, if God changed us every time we were discontent. We, he would be teaching us to be discontent. Absolutely right. right? right? And so for and, those- when, and when it comes time to step out in faith, you know, I, every time I had to make a move from a city or a state, or even, you know, this very big move from the corporate world to a nonprofit ministry, you know, just remembering those so many times in the past when God has been faithful yeah. and then you step out and you see it again and again. Yeah. And that, I mean, you know, that doesn't give us the, uh, I mean, I know that you know this too. It's not like, okay, I, I, I hate my job. I'm going to quit and I'm going to wait for God to provide. Well, that's not it. I know that, you know, that as you go through this, you pray and you step and you pray and you do the next right thing. And then there comes a point in time that you just know. That's and, absolutely and, true. And, and, and people say, well, how do you know? I can't explain it. It's supernatural, right? I, God- I totally agree. <laughs> and I have struggled through discontent. Another thing I think that's important is, you know, there's, there's value in resilience. I think God can really teach us a lot through resilience. I think, you know, there's some, some things in the culture now where people get fired up or, you know, they're frustrated at their job and let's go, but (laughs) there's things that you can really learn and grow in resilience. And then what's on the other side of that um, might be something you didn't expect. 
Yeah, I, I absolutely. I, again, I agree with you. <laughs> agree with you a lot. And I mean, you know, the Bible says, I mean, it's it's a charge for a steward to be faithful, right? I mean, Amen. just be faithful, yes. not successful, faithful. So right. faithful with what I've been given to do this day, and be faithful with that, and then God grows grows us from absolutely. There, so. And to your point, you know, um, those times where you just know and you step out in faith, and there's been so many times where even though I knew I got to that new city or then in the new promotion position. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? I have no idea what I'm doing. And am I doing this? Is this what I should be doing? You know, there's those freak out moments, but you just see it through, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, is this what I should be doing? Well, 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 the truth of the matter is, is that you're doing it right? and, and, and God never calls us to be irresponsible. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> right? So exactly we do it right. the, to the best of our ability and count on him for the rest. So any, any, clo- it's been a joy having you on and we could go on for, uh, for hours, I'm sure. But any closing thoughts about our audience, about pursuing their calling, whether it's in business or in ministry, things that you would say, you know, take, t- just take this nugget it. And uh, this is something that you would offer to them. I would just say after all of these years, I mean, if I could speak to myself back then, um, it's, I would just reiterate some of the things we said and just remain faithful, trust the Lord, you know, remember the times that he has been there and saw you through all those other things and then see what he does when you step out in faith or you maintain resilience and see how God will, you know, he's a lifter persons. He will, the truth will come out and you will get on the other side of that situation. But I just encourage you. I'm praying for all of you and, you know, reach out to me. I'm happy to encourage you. Okay. And how would they, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, you can go to amplifypeace.com and my information is there. Otherwise they can email me at julie.bean at amplifypeace.com. And that'll be in the show notes for those that are listening. So, Julie, it's been a joy having you on, and uh, we'll have to My have pleasure. you have to have you come back and tell us what's going on as the uh, as you progress in the ministry there. But uh, thank you so much. I'd be honored to. Thank you, John. And that's uh, that's our interview with Julie Bean, and just excited that she was willing and able to come on. And we had some logistical challenges to make that work, but we were able to. And uh, I can say with uh, wholeheartedly, it was worth the wait. So, Lord bless you guys, and we'll see you next time on Fully Expressed. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast, Fully Expressed with John Dembeck. If you'd like to receive John's weekly devotional, go to seeds2life.org. That's seeds2life.org.